0: Hey guys, this is Ryan, and you're listening to a live recording of the podcast at the 2018 Scares the Care Charity Weekend. Mike and Shane weren't able to join me, but luckily my friends Miles and returning guest Amy Davis Tobin filled in for a great discussion on guilty pleasures. The audio may be a little sketchy, but that's what you get in an untested environment. The regular crew will be back next time, and hope to see you guys there. Enjoy! I record a lot of weird stuff. That's true. But you hear the be- that's how you make the beginning of the shows. I just record oh, and okay, I'm telling right. anyone.
1: I'm supposed to part loudly into the microphone.
0: Yeah, Amy, you're, you're going to be taking the place of Mike. Okay. Um, Miles are going to be shamed, so I hope you brought your bag of ball teasers. Okay, go grab one. <laughs> my uh, my podcast co-hosts are not able to make it, so I brought my own.
2: <laughs> it happens. Oh man.
3: Amy, that means you have to go microwave some tea. Put yeah. the tea bag in it while you're microwaving. Put, it.
0: put the tea bag in the microwave. That's how you make it. <laughs> according to Mike.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, we have an electric kettle, so that's how I do there that. There you go. All I really drink his yeah. throat coat, and that's what I'm narrating. I saw one of those things at Walmart. It was almost
2: like the coffee maker, but it was like a tea maker. Which mm. is a big jug, and you just put the tea bag in, and the water, and it like a coffee maker. Really? It's a, tea, yeah. like it's a drip. It was like 20 bucks.
1: He's like, why do we need yeah. a machine for this? We could do that for "Can
2: like, We already have
0: a coffee pot and just put tea bags in it. Yeah, you <laughs> just I guess if you want to just put it in there and let it sit. Yeah. And just walk away. Miles and I spent like an hour and a half yesterday at Williams Sonoma. Oh, it's so sickening. <laughs> like, you know what? I need a $200 frying pan. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> wow. Dude, it's 20% off if you it's get a credit pretty. card. <laughs> I love looking at that stuff. That was after the cheese shop. Highly Ooh. recommend anyone that's ever been to um, what do you call it? Fucking Williamsburg. The cheese shop is the place. It's just cheese, man. Come on, so good and horrible for you. Yeah, having a cheese lunch that probably didn't do us any uh, any benefit yesterday. I think <laughs> yeah,
1: no, we, we went to the we went to the cheese steak place. Oh, yeah, Which yeah, I yeah. now understand I, everyone was raving about because I can have the cheesesteak, but I had a burger, and it was really good. So. Wait, you got a burger at the cheesesteak place? I'm allergic to onions, so odds are... <coughs> oh,
2: Jesus. <geez. yeah>. True, <laughs> odds are it's somewhere <laughs> on the grill.
1: And yeah, it's yeah. way too easy because, like, even my burger, I opened up just to double-check, and there was, like, yeah. a little bit of onion in there that I scraped off. Oh, my God. It's somebody started putting it on. Oh, shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the wife's allergic to lettuce. Lettuce? And that makes it even harder anywhere we go. I Especially like Subway or Little Jimmy John's or any of those. It's got to wipe the counter, wipe the knives, wipe, change your gloves. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. Because even cross-contamination will get to it. Yeah, it Jeez, was, I didn't know there was anything uh, in
0: lettuce you could be allergic to. I thought it was just <laughs> yeah. water, water and, a, and so, a lattice to hold the water in. But it uh, closes her throat up. Holy shit. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, no, that's terrible. It's like, but like,
2: it's weird because cabbage is okay. Really? Kale gives her a little reaction. But not not the same thing as lettuce.
0: Is it like icebergs the worst, or is like, yeah, it's like
2: iceberg the worst. She can do wow. spinach, she can do uh, not kale. she can do spinach, and she can do some cabbage, but some of the other branches sure give her a little tingle or close her throat but with lettuce. So it's really bad to try to go something that's Mexican. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah that that is is unfortunately, that's a staple of
2: what they. Make. Of course, like it's like you
0: don't even think about it because it's just. Any, yeah. like at pretty much any restaurant, they're just like, yeah, lettuce is everywhere. we well, will make a bed of lettuce and I'll put the food on it. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, Kenny did.
1: Yeah, Tobin ordered us like three platters of tacos the other day and I couldn't have, I could have half of one of them because there were no onions on it. And he's just like, I'm so sorry. Like, I put the allergy warning. He's like, you can have all of the tortilla chips. And I'm like, and all of the dips that came with it, I can't A have. dinner of chips. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty pleasure,
0: whore. Yes. Yes. Look at yes. these motherfuckers.
1: <laughs>
0: Awake and not dead at all. Nope.
1: Barely <laughs> standing, but we're here. Some of us more than
0: others. <laughs> Listen, I came in... Uh, as Tom was finishing his podcast, he sees me come in and he's like, you son of a bitch. He's like, I blame you for this hangover. Dude, <laughs> yeah, I didn't fucking do anything. Yeah, I'm blaming the uh, what was it, the, the, the peach snob, the the peach? Oh, my oh, yeah. God. You were hanging out with these guys last night. Too late. What is that, like 3 a.m.? Three <laughs> so, oh,
2: jeez. <laughs> Most of our concerts are normal bedtime. Mm. Okay, now we got to get up in six hours and open up again.
1: <laughs>
0: all right, let's get something started because we're technically on time. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, on uh, our I, time right now.
1: Yeah, I, I told us like all the information I had.
0: So <laughs> now we have like two hours, right? Uh, awesome. Welcome to all you need is blood. The UHM Horror Podcast with your hosts, Brian, Shane, and Mike. All right, so here we are live. Scares that Care weekend number five. This is the first live recording of this podcast, I believe. And by this podcast, I mean um, myself. <laughs> However, we have two very special guests. One of my best friends uh, has lived with me for years and put up with all the bullshit that I've made him watch. <laughs> Mr. Miles the Schlong Holly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: i was gonna say mr drawing of a penis Yeah, that was not my doing (laughs) also
0: not his also not his nickname yes Uh, thanks for joining us miles thank you for having me and one of my very favorite guests been on the podcast before also way smarter than anyone sitting up here amy i don't know what to say for your last name (laughs) <laughs> Davis Tobin Davis Tobin, alright <laughs> as we had discussed from After Dark Analysis the best YouTube channel out there uh, thanks for coming Amy
1: appreciate you having me and I have business cards with you guys
0: yeah, Yeah. if you need a business card uh, write in to me and then I will send a message to Amy and I'll get one out to you
1: yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is me trying to adult. I was just trading business cards with flyers last night. I, like This is what we do. The sad we say, It's amazing.
0: Right? Like, I can't imagine making a business card for this podcast, because that would be embarrassing as hell. <laughs> 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 But if you want serious horror discussion, definitely After Dark Analysis, uh, head up on YouTube, hit it up.
3: Definitely not this podcast.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> well, it's not on YouTube, but... It's Don't not on YouTube? See. Oh, this podcast is not Your, on YouTube. Yours is no. I've been thinking about it. Like I'm like I could just put the audio out there with like just a picture of my face like
1: hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's than People like ours.
0: <laughs> well, that, after uh what is it? The Windows update they got rid of Windows Movie Maker.
4: Yeah. You
0: can and, still get it. But here. now they they put in what is it called? Uh slideshow or something and it's a it's movie maker just with a different name after after the last update they brought it back so there is a free video editing thing for Windows back again yeah. there's also Shotcut which is cross-platform which is what I use it's completely free. Uh, excuse me <laughs> another running theme of the podcast oh yeah <laughs> um, so anyway thanks for everybody that came in uh, it's cool to see people actually in the room um, This is all you need is blood. I'm going to technically call this episode 55, I guess. Um, Despite just bullshitting and throwing us live, if we sound weird, it's because we're in a weird room um, (laughs) and we have live people in here. Everybody clap and let let people know I'm not lying. Yes! Audience. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, we like to talk about horror movies, um, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, games, comics. Uh, anything that happens to come up will come up. We will be distracted. We will talk about anything. Um, we're the official podcast of upcominghorrormovies.com. You can hit us up on Gmail at allyouneedisbloodpod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. Uh, we're on Instagram, All You Need Is Bloodpod. Um, And if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably either on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, probably not Spotify yet. Because those motherfuckers won't get back to me on that email request to put it on Spotify.
4: They take forever.
0: Dude, it's unbelievable. Like, especially because it's hosted on SoundCloud. Spotify's just like, nah. Yeah. Not interested in SoundCloud. So, I don't know. We'll get up there eventually. Anyway, just type in all you need is blood, hit subscribe, and, uh, you know. If you got something to tell us, write in and let us know. So, uh, as we like to do on the podcast, I like to see what's going on with everybody. Is there anything interesting that you've been watching, listening to, reading? Uh, Anything like that, Miles?
3: As far as what we've been watching, um, just the movies for this podcast, it was an absolute treat. Just because all of them were from, you know, when I really started to get into horror movies. Uh, So, really just watching that. Uh, but as far as playing stuff, I was super psyched earlier this year. I finally finished Bloodborne um, and finally got that Platinum Trophy so I could wear that my Nerd Badge of Honor. I'm super psyched about that. What's the Platinum Trophy? Does um, that entail? uh, It entails doing something that's a really big pain in the ass that you have to go through all these stupid dungeons that are not fun. <laughs> but uh, the rest of the game was great, and uh, since then I've just been kind of on a hot streak Um just
0: plowing through other games. Hot streak. Yeah. I watched this kid <laughs> fail at Mega Man Nine for at least an hour and a half this <laughs> morning. Such bullshit. F- 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 hot streak. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta He's get, get some food. Oh, All right, yeah. bud. Thanks for coming by. Yeah. He's sitting there in his bed in his underwear, like, come, come on, fuck. you, <laughs> come on, you
4: motherfucker.
0: <laughs> Not gonna stop Wiley like that. I'll tell you. No.
3: Anything else? Um been playing Octopath Traveler on the Switch. That's been a lot of good fun. Um, a lot of nostalgia it's supposed to be like a, a nod to like Final Fantasy VI, which I certainly see where they get that from. But um, it's good, uh, but not as good as, as I thought it was going to be, but still enjoyed it. Ooh, nice. How about you, Amy?
0: Anything interesting going on?
1: I have been giving myself mental whiplash preparing for these panels because... I will be doing Video Nasties as well as New French Extremity, which Ryan will be yeah, joining me on. Yeah, I
0: felt bad about, like, asking you to come on here now. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have put, like, another thing on
1: top of her plate. No, no, not <laughs> at all. I, I agree to it. It was me being stupid. I, mean, I, was like, <laughs> I was just like, wait, what did I do? What what did I do? But, um, so we were alternating between Video Nasty and New French Extremity. So I'm getting these very, heady use cerebral films against... There's cannibalism in here, kind of, sort of, somewhere. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it wasn't a good choice on my part, but that is that is what I have been doing for the past like two, three months.
0: On the uh, on the video, Nasty's panel, do you guys like? Because there's a you know there's a million of those movies. Like, do they get you assigned one? Did you pick some, or is oh, um,
1: she wanted us to make a top ten. I was already talking about doing a Video Nasties episode with Shane.
0: Oh, one episode on Video Nasties? (laughs) Do not lie.
1: Well, I was going to do a broad strokes with him, and I've kind of been like, you know, I could turn this into a series talking about the controversy behind each one because I've done controversial art before. It's totally within range of the channel, and I kind of always wanted to go through all of them anyway, and I'm missing, I think, 10, 15 at this point.
0: That's not that much compared to how many there actually are.
1: Yeah, there's 72 overall, and I have them listed as, like, Some of them were proper nasties that went from beginning to the end, and some were just kind of in and out.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there were some, there's weird ones on there, too. Like, I think, like, at one point, Death Wish was on, you're like, Death Wish? Why is that even on there? There was
1: the rumor about the the rape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, that's cool. Uh, Anything going on at the convention that you've hit up so far or, uh, or are looking forward to?
1: I really am digging the film fest. Like, I, I missed it yesterday because we were all um, around. But yesterday
0: they played House Shark and we didn't make it. I was so I upset was so about that. I so sad
1: too, yeah. I think I saw it last year, but um, I know Mike Lombardo, the programmer, and he was breaking that every single movie to us and he's one of those people that he's so passionate about film. Everything he tells you sounds amazing. Yeah, like,
0: that sounds great. I showed Miles the trailer for uh, House Shark. He hadn't seen it yesterday. And he was like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Why are we doing this? I love it. Ron, Ron Bonk. Um, great fucking... Uh, he's a great guy. I love SRS Studios. I cannot wait to fucking actually get it, sit down and watch uh, House Shark. I, I have the Blu-ray from the... Um, uh, what do you call it? He did the uh, the uh, the pre-order thing where he was getting it all made. So it's like that came in. I'm like, oh my God, I gotta watch this. Fuck. We got a convention coming up. I gotta watch all these <laughs> other movies I'm supposed to prepare for. But... Looking forward to it. I'm sad I missed the live showing, though. I'm sure it was a blast.
1: The two he was really, really amped about were Lunch Ladies, which apparently has been playing all over. And there is a Friday the 13th fan film Ooh, in yeah. it. And he's like, I normally wouldn't put in a fan film, but this is incredible. Plus, his movie's premiering oh. at 5, which runs against my panel. But it's a fantastic film, and you should go see it.
0: Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since I'm gonna be on your panel, so everyone should go to that instead. But
1: we're also against the Friday the thirteenth panel, dear. God damn it. Yeah, we're not gonna have a single <laughs> audience. Like, I've accepted that. It's like, yeah, I normally record in a room alone, so I'll just do that again.
0: Oh man. So yeah, that's fucking cool. Uh myself, the convention's been awesome hanging out down here. I love just me you know, talking to fans and going around and just everybody, you know, is the coolest, everybody's correlated, uh, ran to the guys from the Terror in Podnito podcast in the audience. Thank yeah. you very much for coming. Um, real cool guys that we spent last night drinking way too much for way too long. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that was awesome. And, and celebrities have been fucking so cool. Uh, Doug Bradley was pretty much the awesomest. Like, he was amazing. Is this? I think this is the second time I've met Doug, but. Yesterday, he talked to us for almost like 15, 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, he let a line queue up. He didn't care. Yeah, (laughs) there was a line of people behind us, and he's just like, no, 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 no. Let me continue talking to you about ghosts and soccer (laughs) for a while. It was so
1: awesome. That's how Herschel Gordon Lewis and his wife were. Herschel Gordon Lewis? Lewis? No, no, uh, Stuart Gordon. Sorry. Oh, my God. I was going to say, what? you meant, Herschel Gordon Lewis. I wish. (laughs) (laughs) Stuart Gordon and his wife were like, Super burn hour conversation about yes. vaccines. About vaccines. <laughs> my husband is a virologist, so right, 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 we're right. talking about vaccines plus bio horror.
0: <laughs> bio horror. <laughs> so you talked to Stuart Gordon about vaccines. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. Very but the ce- yeah, the celebs are real cool. The fucking vendors are awesome. Uh, if anyone has a chance to ever come to a scares of care convention, go down to it. It's a blast. Everyone is just the best so uh, let me see what have I been watching lately I don't even know I've been prepping for this watching so many fucking French movies <laughs> in French for Amy's show um, French
1: films French is boring French <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, let's see video game wise I just finished Mega Man 8 I was also really drunk when I beat it and I'm like oh I got an hour left I could probably beat Mega Man X in an hour I went for that Got it. No big deal. No one applauds. God damn it. <laughs> um, I'm going to
1: pretend like I understand what you're
0: saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. There's not much uh, not much else I've been doing recently, actually. Um, what
3: about the comics you're reading?
0: Oh, I was reading the Alien vs. Predator. Uh, I've, I've been digging through the omnibus of all of them, the Dark Horse stuff. Um, the uh, I read most of the Alien stuff. I read most of the Predator stuff, and now I'm on the Aliens vs. Predator stuff. And what I sort of love about um, those series is that each story, is a, it's a different writer, a different artist. Like, you never know what you're getting when you get into, into the next issue. It could be fucking, it has nothing to do with the previous issue that they're talking about. It's its own standalone story or something weird going on. And it ranges from, like, some of the best comic art you've ever seen to, like, um, the worst you've ever seen. But it's all, like, it's all done on purpose, and I kind of like that. You get a nice variety on it. So the AVP stuff's been good. I've also been reading some of the Spider-Man recently, the Clone Conspiracy, which I think is like, I don't know, two, three years old now.
3: Isn't that like the most hated series? No, 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 no,
0: no. That's the Clone Saga. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's <laughs> the that's the series that got me out of comics. Where I'm like, you know what? Uh,
1: fuck this shit. <laughs> take a popular <laughs> franchise, put clone in it, and. <laughs>
0: What I find amazing about the clone conspiracy is that the Spider-Man writers were like, remember when we tanked this entire fucking series and everyone hated Spider-Man? Let's try it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I bet we could get it right this time. I don't know. but So that's all I've been really doing recently. Um, probably should have been editing more podcasts, but I haven't. So what are you going to do? Anyway, we're here to talk about Guilty Pleasures, as brought up by Miles. This was your selection, Miles. Yes, it was. So everything here is your fault that we're going to be discussing. (laughs) Um, And I don't know about you guys, but what I consider a Guilty Pleasure is a movie you know is bad. You're like, listen, I know this sucks. I know it's not a good movie, but I fucking love it anyway. So that's what we're talking about, and that's really the stipulation I go by. Um... So I'm sure we each got our own selection. Miles, I'm going to start with you since this is your topic. All right. What is your first guilty pleasure pick? So apparently
3: it's supposedly controversial because everyone else thinks it's a really good movie. But I chose The Faculty from 1998, directed by Robert Rodriguez. It is a good movie. It is a terrible movie. <laughs> oh, <Wow>, come <laughs> on, <man. laughs> But I love the hell out of it. Um, and just looking at the box art, it's ridiculous because the cast is insane. Um, I do appreciate that they put Usher kind of like front and center as a piece a main character in it. And he maybe has two or
0: three scenes. I, had and that's no, I don't even remember that Usher was in it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I do not remember Usher was in it. Oh, of course. He clearly deserves to be on the front of the cover.
1: It's one of those, it's not a bad movie to people our age that kind of grew up with it yeah. and are used uh, to that look. But I feel like if we showed it to somebody now, a newer horror fan, they would not dig it.
0: Yeah, 90s horror does not age well. Yeah, no, it, really it does
1: not. <laughs> that, the craft, all of that doesn't age well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, but just to keep going with the
3: cast, I mean, you have some heavy hitters like Robert Patrick, um, Josh Hartnett, Famke Jensen, Elijah Wood, Jon Stewart, Jordana Brewster, Sam Hayek's in there, Claire Duvall. And this was a surprise for me, was Christopher McDonald Shooter McGavin is Elijah
0: Wood's dad in the movie. Um. I do not remember that. And now I want to watch the movie again just to see Shooter McGavin. Oh,
3: and it's great. There's a phenomenal scene where um, Elijah Wood gets in trouble, and he's going through like all his stuff, and he finds you know the typical high school kid's porno stash, and he holds up, holds up a porno mag called Boob. And he says, well, <laughs> no more flogging the bishop. Oh
1: my god! Speaking of dated, uh, you don't need magazines
4: anymore.
1: <laughs> magazines, right? I hate to tell you, that's not where kids are storing.
0: <laughs> let me I just magazine under my bed. I'm but... if I know what the kids are doing. <laughs> but
3: uh, yeah, this is the thing I noticed in going through all these movies is that um all of them are kind of like a time capsule of the time period that they were made. Like this is super, super 1998. Um, the, the opening song is by The Offspring, which was like when they. All
0: right. No one is allowed to talk shit about 1998 <laughs> Offspring. I'm just going to put that out there as a rule. <laughs> uh, but
3: uh, one thing I, I really liked about it is that, um, yeah, it was kind of silly and it's kind of funny, but um, they did put in serious effort to kind of make it scary. Um, yeah. There's some immediate terror, terror in the opening scene. Um, I mean, you have Robert Patrick doing his T1000 run, which I thought was a, a great nod to The Terminator in there. Um, but also just like the, they do build that suspension where she's like, um, you know, he's coming after me and she looks behind him, you just see him standing there at the end of the hallway like really ominous um, and there's the, <laughs> I watch these all with my wife and she is screaming at the old woman who couldn't unlock the chain on the other side, she's like, fucking useless <laughs> um, but what I did appreciate is that when she finally got to the other side, um, you know surprise, she has the scissors and she actually kills the principal or whoever it was um, but then you're immediately treated to Josh Hartnett coming in in his 1970 Pontiac GTO. Yes, you know, every high schooler has one of those. The goat baby um, and haircut. And you know he's nineties <laughs> <The 90s> haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have my notes say badass car, terrible hair, and then too cool for school, spelled K E W L S
1: K E W L. Man, I'm um, get an aim right now. That's yeah. So many people. I'm
0: gonna put up the the badass ass away message you've ever seen. <laughs>
1: it's gonna be I a got, lyric I... about how I'm feeling. Yes, I'm inspiring <laughs> <moves>.
0: <laughs> song lyrics.
3: Um. But I, I do like that um, They each time they brought in, like, a, a major character, they had a nice little character name intro, kind of like Borderlands. Um, so it lets you know, like, who you should actually be. Kind of like Borderlands. <laughs> yeah. They're like, boom. <laughs> now this
0: is taken of, like,
3: <laughs> The name slides um, in. But just some of the stuff that is just absolutely ridiculous that would never fly in, like, an actual school. Like, one of the teachers has a cigar tie. I'm sure people will be up in arms about that. Um, but uh there's a lot of red herrings in this movie, um and I like that, that it's kind of like the uh it gives you a sense of invasion of the body snatchers where you don't know who like who's infected and who isn't and um they give you that little nod that you know they are constantly thirsty and they're always around water and uh' water's mm-hmm. always a big theme in this um and uh yeah, so i I like that with with all the red herrings, particularly you know the new girl comes and you know she's trying to fit in but it's kind of gives it away a little bit in that like it's this christian southern girl is coming in and she's trying to make friends with like all the goths and like the real weird outsider people um and there's a i have her quoted as saying uh even i am feeling a little alien today and your first time through this movie you don't really pay any attention to it but knowing the end of it spoiler alert that um, she is the queen um that it is kind of uh interesting how they did that um <laughs> and just another typical thing in, like, movies, you know, you got to have the dumb scientists. So, John Stewart. The dumb scientists. Yeah, John Stewart, the science teacher. I was going to say, John disc- Stewart
0: play scientist in this? I may be remembering yeah.
3: it wrong. So, he discovers that, uh, they're like, oh, it's a new species. And he's like, oh, let's just, you know, chuck it into a bucket of water and see what happens. And then he's like, oh, I'm just going to stick my finger in there and see, like, you know, if it reacts. And then, of course, he gets... Um.
1: Praising. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put my finger in there and see what happens. <laughs> um,
3: and I don't know about you guys, but I definitely, when I was in school anyway, um, we didn't, after gym, we didn't go to like the showers. And like, there's a school shower scene hey, where. You didn't. You were invited. No. <laughs> but it, it's the kid with the, the freaking uh, soap on a rope, and then he's in there. And, uh, All of a sudden, this old lady is in there, like stark naked, and his initial reaction is to hug her and be like, "Are you okay?" (laughs) And it's like she's naked and like, "What are you doing?" Um, But uh, yeah, the the, this movie had decent practical effects Um, at the time. I think they had good CGI, but it has not aged well whatsoever. Yeah, the
0: CGI is no good. Yeah,
3: Um, but one thing that I did appreciate is that everyone had really fucked up teeth. Like, they look like normal people. Like what? Yeah. Like, every every movie now, everyone has, like, the straight white, you know, they, they've they had them done everything. But in this, it was before anyone was, like, really majorly famous. So I appreciated that they had the authentic teeth. That's fucking weird.
0: <laughs> i never noticed that about any movie. Like, oh, look at fucking this guy's teeth. <laughs> yeah,
3: well, when you get, like, someone supposed to be, like, trailer trash or, like, really poor or something like that, and then they smile and they have these this mouth of, straight pearly whites. His it's mouth like of horror.
0: <laughs> um
3: yeah, but one quote that I did like out of it, um, once everyone starts getting infected, and uh you know Famka Johnson's in there and she looks incredible in this, um, which she has an extraordinarily inappropriate relationship with Jack Hartnett. Um but when she's infected and she starts talking to him and like starts uh you know bullying him a little bit the great quote is, I'm going to stick my foot so far up your ass, you're going to be sucking my toes until graduation. <laughs> so the writing in this is absolutely amazing.
0: Listen, you're not going to put a fucking Robert Rodriguez movie out there and not have it be absolutely hysterical. Is this his like first like mainstream horror movie? Or like his first, like, this is Robert Rodriguez? I mean, that was pretty early in his career. He had done Kronos, and then is there anything else before this? I tried looking it up, but I don't have Wi Fi. And yet.
1: Neither do I. <laughs> uh, I yeah, Desperado before that. He was working on that.
0: Desperado one. was before that.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: because Desperado was in the early nineties. Before yeah. it came
0: here. Yeah, sure, of course.
1: I think Horror wise um, Yeah, Kronos was first horror movie, and then that. right.
0: Well, the yeah. what was uh, the one before Desperado? The the man El Mariachi. El Mariachi. Yeah.
3: Yep. Um. So I mean, plot-wise, it's all pretty standard. I mean, it's nothing crazy. Yeah, right it's home, aliens. It,
0: it, yeah. Like you said, it's invasion of the body snatchers. Pretty much it's just
1: it's out of water high school socks. Yeah, high school sucks. John Stewart socks. <laughs> so yeah,
0: I do love. This is what maybe the only other the only other one I could think of is, um, uh, what's the movie where John Stewart's uh, Adam Sandler's roommate, uh, and he gets the kid.
1: Is that Big Daddy? Big yeah, that's yeah. Big Daddy.
0: So that and this one, I think, are the only John Stewart movies I know off the top of my head. Got the movie he played
1: the agent. Oh, that's yeah. Right. yeah, that's right. Oh,
0: that was a good one.
3: Um, and one interesting fact of this movie is that um, while he was filming it, this is uh, Elijah Wood actually filmed his audition tape for Lord of the Rings while they were filming the faculty. So yeah, I thought that was
0: a pretty cool. I thing. found that uh, crazy because, like, thinking back, I remember this movie came out. And I was I was in high school at the time, so I was like, this is our "Target audience, going right for high school." <laughs> and you know, as the Lord of the Rings movies had come out, I'm like graduating college by the time the third one had to come out. I'm like, "What the fuck? A, how did Elijah Wood like? <laughs> oh, I'm send in my tape for this." When yeah. he was like a little kid almost. But I, you know, it, it kind of made sense when I realized that they filmed all the Lord of the Rings in a row. You're like, "Oh, okay, I guess they filmed them all, and then they just released them once a year."
1: Yeah,
3: and uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention was there's a really cool scene um, where the queen, um, first off, she's naked, so you see some titties. Um, she's, walking down titties. The, <laughs> she's walking down the middle of the, the lockers in the locker room, and um, I think it's a cool shot where you see her walking, and then the shadows all around her are just the tentacles showing the queen and whatnot. Yeah, 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 it's like behind that, her, it's, it's not, you yeah, don't see the is, tentacles. It is a really cool shot. So her body is human, but the shadow is that of the alien tentacle queen. Um but, yeah, just, again, it's not a good movie by any means, but it's, no, it's a good fun rock. It's a good <laughs> movie. I'm going to stand by it.
0: I like that movie. Uh, Rodriguez is awesome. And, uh, I don't know, I'll let slide this time, Miles. You're <laughs> lucky. All right, Amy, you got one of your uh, your picks here for your uh, guilty
1: pleasures? Yes, and it's also the first horror movie. I, was, I wasn't necessarily allowed to see it, but I saw it on um, Monster Vision specifically maximum
0: overdrive
1: yes
0: oh my god it's a great pick (laughs) i have this
1: massive soft spot for it because that was the first horror movie i ever really saw that's kind of what sparked my love of the genre and just seeing joe bob briggs do those drive-in oh this is (laughs) me
0: all I can picture is the intro (laughs) who
1: made who who made you
0: ACDC just not pretend like that album doesn't hold up <laughs> oh man that's a great fucking choice yeah I, I, I am 100% behind this because I that is absolutely a movie that like I love and I know it's terrible oh. I know it's no good but I will watch it I forced my family to watch it on a New Year's Eve I want to say like two years ago I think <laughs> we're like in Vermont I'm like no we're watching Maximum and I'm it's like what is this and I go don't worry I got it covered everything's fine just sit back and get ready. But
1: we had the we had the truck. Or no. No, that wasn't us. I, I thought we had You the, had the truck? What is that? Mean? I thought we I thought we had the truck from it. Like the oh, green goblin. Oh okay, gotcha. Yeah. It's it's the green goblin. Yeah. Version. Why yeah.
0: did they choose the green goblin, by the way? <laughs> that's a fucking weird choice.
1: Well that's the thing. I everybody calls it something I think it's the green machine or whatever is what people call it. Because it's like they clearly didn't license Green Goblin. Yeah, yes. yeah. It was but both it's something different. It's yeah.
0: obviously it's like yeah. a, it's like uh, who, who did the drawing? Steve Ditko, I think, is yeah. like that. It's just a Steve Ditko Green Goblin. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs>
2: just now, it's a company. <laughs> because the truck was because like a, of the
0: fame a delivery of maximum, maximum overdrive mm. mm-hmm. so that was Stephen King's directorial debut right
1: yes. <laughs> and I remember Jeff Arborig saying like the big thing that Stephen King messed up here is he tried to you know direct the love scene oh, not God. to mention his pointing out like you know if they realized in spoiler if they remembered those boats were there, we yeah, could have right? saved about 45 minutes of this
3: <laughs> although <laughs> I do appreciate boats. kid death Yes, Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. I do appreciate that. I do appreciate
0: the taboo breaking. Plus the cast, I mean, you got like Yardley Smith in that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's always odd to have Lisa Simpson. Like It's just part of your
1: cast. (laughs) Are you dead?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I love that. I love just thinking about... um, uh, Emilio Estevez with a rocket launcher, like on one knee. <laughs>
1: yeah, the, the diner owner just so happens to live on premises and just so happens to have an arsenal in the basement in the middle of the desert or wherever they were. They were I know, middle, right? It was small town.
0: Have you read? I think it was a short story. Oh, no, I did not. So I read this years ago. I'm trying to remember now. And the the part about the trucks in the diner essentially was a small part of the story. <laughs> it wasn't the entire fucking thing. So it's I, like, what were you, Steve, you could get them out of this, out of this, like, scenario where they're caught in the, you know, in the diner. We don't have to be here for the whole fucking movie, but I don't like know. It's like Walking
1: Dead in the prison, like, everyone said it ran uh, so long. Yeah. From, like, in the comics, they were, they were in the prison for a good long bit.
0: Hmm. So, no, that's a great choice, man. I love that fucking Maximum Overdrive. Horrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> Very little redeeming quality, but at the same time, I'm like, I love it. <laughs> I love the soda machine. Man. Oh, the yes. sewing machine?
2: The soda machine was great.
0: The beginning of the whole movie is the best part. Like, when all the other things, <laughs> not just the trucks, are rebelling against humans. Yeah. yeah.
1: The lawnmower and the steamroller? Sign- oh, it's, it's so good. The steamroller in there, too. Yeah, no, that's what hooked me like in, because I just saw that beginning, but it's like, wait, what is happening? And I know Joe Bob compl- uh, claimed that Stephen King got nauseous off of the steamroller because of that trail of blood behind it. Sure. Oh, yeah. and he's like, oh, no, Steve. he sent it to, uh, Stephen King sent it to somebody, I want to say, like Carpenter, somebody <laughs> along those lines. I hope and he, he
0: didn't show this to Carpenter. And he's
1: like, <laughs> look what I did. Oh no. <laughs> he's like, I got That's nauseous up. off of that. Cause it was one of those, like, really, that made you nauseous? That's when I'm like, okay, I think I can dig on this. <laughs> That's funny.
0: So yeah, that was a great pick. Um, I'm going to go into my first one. And this is a true guilty pleasure because I know this is just the worst fucking movie, but I love it. 2001, Jason X. Oh, uh, okay. the <laughs> yeah. Me too. Like, dragged
2: my wife to it. She's like, why are we seeing this? One? Oh,
0: Jason?
1: That was great.
0: I mean. I, it was like a Thursday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like, it had already been out like a week, and I was in college, and I'm like, dude, I got my roommate and one of his other buddies. We had nothing to do that day, and I'm like, we're going to watch Jason X. <laughs> Mostly because, at the time, I had never seen a Jason movie in theaters. So, like, me growing up, you know, Jason 8 was, I don't even know, what, it was the end of the 80s, right? And I was, like, yeah. a little kid at that at that point, so I wasn't obviously going to the theaters. But Jason X came out in, like, 2001. I'm like, yeah. This is my first time to see Jason in theaters. I'm super excited. Yeah, because the last Friday was in the 94,
1: I okay. think yeah 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 Jason somewhere around, around there.
2: Oh. I was in Colorado
0: when I saw that in theaters
2: yeah so my first
1: Jason in theaters was Freddy vs. Jason
2: oh that was another good one I dragged That line
0: no. I'll I'll put up that that does not belong in here because that's a good movie yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah Jason X is terrible and I fucking <laughs> absolutely
2: love it I just it. remember all the little flash videos you go to the website and download all these little flash yes! videos yes yeah. and I had them all on my computer saved I was like keep watching them <laughs> I was like let's go to movies She's like
0: no <laughs> The kills in it are completely underrated. Like, people will just talk shit about Jason X as a movie, and deservedly so, it gets it. But the kills in Jason X are absolutely top quality Friday the 13th Murders. Big time. There's no way you're going to beat the face-smashing, the (laughs) the liquid nitrogen smash the face. That is a fucking classic, man.
3: And the tribute to the
2: sleeping bag kill. Of
0: course. Mm Which was Kane Hodder's <laughs> choice. Which They're is like,
2: funny, because my wife quotes that every so often, just for a <laughs> <laughs> you like some smoke some pot? pre sex? Because it's so dumb. Oh,
0: it's hysterical. I like that they like gave him a choice. Like, all right, Kane, we'll, get, we'll let you do any kill you, you've you done in any of the movies. He's like, we're doing the sleeping bag again. <laughs> <laughs> the drill was an
2: interesting one.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because it just sat there and then, it's funny cuz it's like something so obvious but I don't ever remember seeing that in like any other horror movie at least up to that point. Yeah. But they're like you know we're just going to have a guy like slowly spin down the drill. <laughs> it's fucking great. Um, so yeah, I I I like that they they show Jason in his like original form in whatever they like in the 2000s or at some point where he's like on trial and they keep trying to kill him and they can't fucking kill him so they just freeze him. Um, bring him back to life and I love when they the in the future the people find his body frozen in the cryogenic <laughs> thing and they open up the chamber and he's like, Oh well, look at this guy with a hockey mask and he just like falls forward and cuts the dude's arm <laughs> off. A <laughs> stoner guy. Yeah. I also love that they kept tropes from like nineties type movies where you've got like, Oh, this is the, gonna be the nerd and this is the slut and you're like this is what this is what culture's like in 3,000 A.D. It's exactly <laughs> like it is in the
1: 1990s. <laughs> the clothes are just different. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the one thing about that stoner character and was uh, kind of a sight gag they did in the documentary they had Jason Muse come on and start yes. interviewing and yeah. talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah, it uh, he's like oh wait, I wasn't in that movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact with David Cronenberg in there. Yeah, was, that's yeah. my they note on here now there, is David Cronenberg. The only reason he, wa- he was in that movie he said I have to
0: die by Jason.
2: that's my that's my thing being in your movie yep
0: okay yeah that was a great little cameo i like that that was fucking awesome cronenberg being on there but i don't know um the movie does fall apart at when jason becomes uber jason or whatever he's called i I will fully admit that but there's still great stuff that happens uh towards the end of the movie when one of the ships is exploding, or half the ship explodes, and, like, they see Jason, like, coming towards <laughs> them. And they're like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> like, the audience is seeing the exact same thing. It's just this great meta sort of thing they're putting out there. And then the fucking... The interception. But the, the, yeah, the interception, right. Out of nowhere, shoo! <laughs> um, the the, uh, the sergeant comes across a screen. What's his name? Uh Bradowski. Yeah. Bradowski. Just fucking comes out of nowhere and grabs him and takes him into into uh, orbit of the new Earth or whatever it's called. <laughs> I
2: just love the lines when he's when, when he's hunting. And he's like, "Oh, you think that? You think
0: that's gonna kill me? Yep, well, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do <that'll>, <laughs> like, oh, it. It's gonna oh, take more than I that to, to kill me. <laughs> stab." Yep, that'll do it.
3: (laughs) One of the quotes I like is when the girl gets sucked out of the window, and she's like, this sucks on so many levels. And then shoots out into space.
0: Oh, man, yeah. So I don't have any defense for the movie being, like, uh, I know it's terrible. I absolutely know it, but, man, it is definitely a guilty pleasure for me. What do you got next, Miles? Any good? Uh, The next one for me was The Craft.
4: Mm. Um, (laughs) Mmm.
3: Yeah. And this was a big. Speaking of '90s, and this is super 1996. um, And I I remember seeing this. I was about 11 years old at the time, and uh, my sister. My sister's three years older than me, and she was really big into it. So um, I was super excited to see it. Please tell me there's a phase where
0: Sophie was like in goth makeup. No, no, no. Oh, damn it. (laughs)
3: Um, I do have to give it credit. Had a pretty cool opening, a, a remix of "Tomorrow Never Knows" by the Beatles. Um, but it also starred, um, you know, the uh, horror movie legend Skeet Ulrich. Skeet Ulrich, <laughs> of course. And I note here, what a hunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it also stars Robert Tunney from Empire Records, who uh, she was actually wearing a wig the whole time because oh, her head was still shaven. Um Fruza Balk, who was Wiccan at the time of filming and actually uh, acted as a consultant for all the witchcraft and stuff that they were doing while they were filming. Um, another scream. Uh, person from Scream, Nev Campbell, and also Rachel True. Um, and right off the bat, it just gets ridiculous. Um, Robin Sunny's moving into the new into our new house, and um, a hobo just barges into the, the living room. It comes right in, and she screams, and he goes, "Hey, relax. What's the matter with you?" <laughs> <laughs> And the first thing that my wife says when she sees Robert Tunney is that they couldn't have given her a lower hairline. She has a huge forehead. Oh my God. <laughs> um, and uh, just this lot, the quotes in this movie are just ridiculous. Um, like, they refer to the three witches or whatever as the bitches of Eastwick. <laughs> and um, they see that she, uh, uh, the main character, Robert Tunney, um, like, Sort of wrist, so they look at it. It's like, whoa you did it the right way." It's like you're so cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was, it was really cool. I mean, it's just, it's a fun little romp.
0: It is a. Terrible, terrible movie. I'll tell you, man. Shane is gonna be fucking fuming, <laughs> fuming right now. I could, I could, like smell the anger coming yeah. from England as soon as he hears this that like, you're telling, ta- you're talking about the craft as not being the best movie ever. And for the life of me,
3: I can't see my note as to what her name actually is. Oh, Christine Taylor. Marsha Brady is an absolute bitch in this movie and a racist, which was <laughs> and a racist, super racist. <laughs> um, but it was yeah. But a- listen,
0: in the nineties, racism wasn't that bad. It was no. fine.
3: But it, <laughs> um, it was really cool to see, like that. Um, you know, they, they took the time to actually research. You know, the Wiccan culture what it meant to be um, a witch, and supposedly some of the stuff that they were doing, like the the
0: séances or whatever that were doing the rec- levitation.
3: Ac- yeah, they were, it was all supposedly like real incantations and whatnot. Um, and this is another film that's notorious for having crazy things happening, like while they're filming. Uh, particularly when they're doing the beach scene, um, a lot of stuff was going wrong. Like they, uh, they would announce something and all, like the power would go out. Like after they finished the incantations, and then like birds would come out of nowhere. Like it's all this crazy stuff. Um, but one thing I was disappointed for was that uh, they were going for a PG-13 rating, um, but they were forced into an R rating. Uh, because it was teenage girls using witchcraft.
0: That's like the backwards. Yeah. Like, yeah. usually you're going for an R, and you're like, you have to do PG-13. <laughs> all right, fine, we'll cut out all the cool stuff.
3: Um, and one Unless
0: one, th- they're like, we'll add a nipple.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that I do have that here, is that all of a sudden, once they do all their... <laughs> once they do all their little, like, incantations, and all of a sudden they're becoming popular and getting all this money, all of a sudden they all decide to wear white T-shirts with no bras underneath. <laughs> Um, and everything is just super, super 1996. From like the clothing and the fashion, and like the music they're listening to, and just how they're decorated the rooms and everything. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it, it was it was just a really fun romp. Um, and <laughs> I like that they also did the concept of it coming back threefold, and like they actually, you know, they don't just get off scot free. There is that punishment part yeah. of it. Um. To think of what else is in here, ah, this was one thing I noticed that I definitely didn't realize there the first time I saw this movie. There is a cool camera shot, um, when Ferooza Balk is uh screaming at Ski Altrich right before she kills him. She's floating on her tippy toes wearing like witch shoes, but they kind of do the jaw shot where the they're zooming in on her face and the background is getting further away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, you know, for you know, a shitty. Which movie from 1996? That was kind of an impressive Oh, you
0: shot. see, they were—they were impressed that they were managed to steal a shot, from yeah. Steve Spielberg <laughs> from 30 years before. Yeah,
3: um, and uh, towards the end, when they're doing like the witch fighting and everything, and uh, there there are some other cool shots, like um, when they fly across the room and then they're sticking to the wall. Like I know it's probably just some cheesy effect where they turn the stage over, but it looks really cool. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> The the music is terrible in this. Um, oh, the CGI is, on, is really man. dated.
0: But I will say
3: Do not shit on
0: my nineties <laughs> fucking
3: music here. I will say I was surprised that there was no more? creed. <laughs> <laughs> no creed in there. So uh, Alright,
0: that's a plus. We <laughs> <laughs> kept the creed out. <laughs>
3: but uh are you, are
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah scream bell to do that. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh
0: <laughs> fuck. Amy, what'd you think about uh, the craft? I'm sure that you are a person who was alive at the time.
1: <laughs> I was alive at the time. <laughs> I was kind of sort of being, started to allow watching horror movies and uh, the only thing that is over really impressed me about The Craft because I had to rewatch it not too long ago for the horror that, for people that don't like horror, is when that homeless man gets hit by the car and I'm like, <laughs> a homeless man gets hit by a car, goes onto the car, we follow him the entire time, no blood. Yep. Not a single drop of blood in that scene.
3: PG
0: thirteen baby PG thirteen there you go <laughs> terrible but they we, but they, then they were like I oh, don't know it's R now yeah he said God. so yeah growing up The Craft was never like the movie for me I never got into it but I know like like my cousin John on uh, you can't sit with us uh, that podcast he loves The Craft and like I don't it's this weird like he's only a year or two younger than me and I feel like I missed that sort of thing like it just passed me by it was something I'm like. Yeah, that's out. I understand. But I, it, it never grabbed me. Like, I watched it and was like, it's it's fine. It's whatever it is. Um, but th- that's not really a movie that really, like, <laughs> I latched onto at all. Like, I'd seen it like two or three times on HBO, you know, back in the day. And it just, it's fine. I have no problems with it. I love the 90s ness of it. Um, super 90s. Super 90s, of course. As I think it's a theme going on on some of these, <laughs> I, I, you could tell our age of what we're talking about guilty pleasures when you're like these old ladies and early 90s. Like, I know this sucks, but I love it.
1: It's like I think I'm the youngest on this panel and I've been pulling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're dropping down to our level. That's your problem. Yeah, and
1: with the craft thing, um, there is a lot of stuff talked about in the commentary for the movie Final Girls. Yeah. Where they talk about how a lot of gay men identify with the final girl because it's a very similar story. It's... They have to overcome all these things, become comfortable with themselves, change, da 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 So that might be part of it.
0: Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Huh. Never thought of that. So what was your next guilty pleasure you had?
1: That would be Motel Hell.
0: Oh, yes.
1: We were oh. just talking about that
0: yesterday. Yes.
1: <laughs> There's not a single damn redeeming thing about that movie, but and I have it written down as well. I love cannibal exploitation. Yeah. So you just put them together, because like... Cannibal exploitation is always awful. Like I know walking into it, I'm like, this is going to be terrible, and I hate animal deaths in films. No, and I know it's going to be there. I just know it, but I'm going to watch it each and every time. Like I just bought off of Melissa Cannibal Terror and The Man from Deeper River. Like, Oof. it's just going to happen.
0: <laughs> Cannibal Terror is that a is that a Diadato film? I believe so. Uh, of course it is. <laughs> yeah, I can't quite remember, but I think you're right. Um,
1: but it was nice because I finally got that because they are cannibals. But they're this non traditional sense. I don't have to see an animal killing or anything like that. And they're just like, no, we're chopping up humans and grinding them into sausage. Which to be fair, and like when they planted them, we're feeding they're them. Plant-
0: yeah. I don't understand the planting part. Why are you like burying people? So they can't
1: part? run away. Yeah. That would be my guess. Burying them upside down or stick up. It's like that's yeah, right. purpose.
4: But you want to get them fat. Oh my fat god. Fat and soft.
2: <laughs> That's
0: really good. You know, if you're making sausage and I know I know a good amount of sausage making you wanna
1: have the fat in there, okay? Yeah. If you don't have a good
0: fat to meat ratio, your sausage is just gonna
1: fall apart. Uh. yeah, but his big confession at the end of I use preservatives. I only regret <laughs> <laughs> I use preservatives. <laughs> it's like not not I, I'm sorry for all the people I killed. I fed a whole bunch of people a whole bunch of dead bodies. Yeah. Nope. Preservatives. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing because we always talk about it like that but human flesh apparently tastes awful and it smells terrible when you cook. really I heard it was like pork
0: long pig yeah right long pig exactly yeah. I don't know we'll have to find out <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, that'll be my next sausage
0: batch oh god that's awesome
1: oh okay my my husband's mouthing to me apparently the thigh tastes like chicken everything else is terrible yeah.
0: wow. and the oh. tits oh
1: oops yeah, yeah. I was like, why was I doing that? We're not filming this. (laughs) I was grabbing my boobs. (laughs) For the record, I was not grabbing her boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've met your girlfriend. I'm pretty sure she could take me in a fight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. No, that's a good pick. I like that one, too. Motel Hell. What do you think about it being essentially another Texas Chainsaw Massacre?
1: I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And actually, it brings us into, I have TCM2. And Next Gen on my list.
0: Ah. Really? Wow. I, Next Gen? I will. Okay. I okay. That we're going to be talking about. TCM2, I don't know. That's just a great movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it is a great movie, but a lot of people don't like how campy it got.
0: That's bullshit. I that's what makes fight. it good. That's yeah, what makes it
1: good. It's just, it was... Yeah, but
0: the third one took itself seriously.
1: Yeah, and that was the thing. They were the actually game. trying
0: in the third one, I think.
1: Yeah, the franchise went serious, silly, serious. Sorry. And I understood people not liking that tone. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked the fact that by next gen, they're just like, no.
0: Oh my this God. This is just I want done. to talk about that. This isn't it's...
1: serious anymore. We're just going to go nuts <laughs> with this story. I might be
0: fighting you on that one. I'm going to come back. As if it's TCM, on. the return or whatever it is. Um, next gen. With next gen. Robot controlled leg. Oh <laughs> God damn it. The, so many the remotes. is remote? Why does and they're all, all cable right. TV remotes. Before I get to that, let me go into one one of my other picks. <laughs> this one I'll just whip through. because it
1: just gave me, like, a perfect segue. I <laughs> love
0: it and I hate it. Um, Urban Legend, oh. 1998. And the only reason that this is on my uh, guilty pleasures is because this is actually, like, a movie that got me, like, back into horror. There was, like, a little while, I'm going to say in the 90s, I'm in high school, and I, like, just didn't watch horror movies anymore for whatever reason. Like, when I was a little kid, I would watch them, like, every fucking weekend, every chance I got. And then, at some point, I became disillusioned with them or whatever. And, um, one day, just fucking... had nothing going on. Went to Blockbuster. All my friends had gone off to somewhere else. And I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna go rent a movie. And I'm like, fucking urban legend. I'm like, this looks like a shitty horror movie. I haven't watched a (laughs) horror movie... In, like, a bunch of years, I'm just gonna pop it on. Put that movie in, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot. I love this shit. <laughs> this movie sucks, and I love it. <laughs> and it since then, it's become this, like, beloved movie that I know is just a scream ripoff. It has very little redeeming qualities to it. Except the <laughs> like, opening. The opening's amazing.
3: Opening, I will argue, is one of the greatest horror movie openings. Brad DeReeeve
0: is fucking Ugh, classic, completely stutter. awesome uh it's got a great cast uh especially i will say goth daniel harris <laughs> like i'm that has been with me for many years and i'll say been with me as in <laughs> I, I
1: have one later that's very, very similar but that that one is yeah, oh boy
0: one. <laughs> yeah that uh, she was awesome in that movie uh, i love like the little cameos you got like robert england in there um, I love when you have uh, the kid from Dawson's Creek gets into his car and turns on the radio <laughs> and the Dawson's Creek song comes on.
1: He's like, "Ah, fuck like this song." <laughs> the girl is trying to like sing before she gets killed. She yes, keeps messing up the line. Oh, wait, was it total clips of the heart. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I don't know. It, just can't be, it? it was directed by Jamie Banks, who then went on to do Valentine as well as the remake of Long Weekend uh, with Jim Caviezel? cavito Cavi- What the fuck is his name? Cavizzo. Jesus
1: yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Valentine gets a lot more hate than it deserves.
0: Really? I've only heard positive. Like.
1: Yeah, no, it's weird. Praise it's, it, Valentine. Yeah, it's it's been out of print for how freaking long? Because oh. it's like VHS and there's a really old version of a dvd guess like who's go, got the dvd it, no big deal <laughs> I guess who's got the dvd <laughs> I, had, I have it on vhs because hipster um. oh i'm sorry
0: i'll put hey. my laser disc out
1: yeah <laughs> hey i got a beta top loader, man ah <laughs> you beat me to it my yeah. beta is a
0: front loader i don't have the top loader.
1: no i, I we came here the other year with terror vision Ooh. and we had the beta oh and we had the guy sign it and he's just like, Oh, this is a v- VHS, but I'm not like, gonna beta. This is VHS. No, it's a beta. Have you have a machine for these? We don't have a beta now. <laughs> and then he finally realized it, like hit him and he's like, Wait, this is a beta? Like I'm very <laughs> excited about it. And I was like joking about it on the smoking in the smoking area, and then I realized he was like right behind me. I'm like, Well, I just look like a colossal douchebag, even though it was actually really funny and cool. <laughs>
0: One of our discussions with Doug Bradley was on the superiority of Laserdisc to Blu-ray. Oh, he loved (laughs) it. He hates Blu-ray. He's like, I
1: wish you people would bring a Laserdisc up here. Those were fantastic. (laughs) I have a line on Laserdisc player. It's just actually getting it and getting something from our local store that isn't like an opera recorded. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, we found one that was like Amazon Women from the Moon, Brazil, Ooh. stuff like that. Ooh, Brazil, somebody, there you go. Yeah, somebody sniped us. Uh, eBay, you can you still
0: get good Laserdisc deals, except for anyone listening to this podcast. Don't go on eBay and buy laser discs <laughs> because that's what <laughs> I'm doing right now. Um, but yeah, so uh, what else we got for another? You got another one, uh, Guilty Pleasure for you, yeah, Miles? another Guilty Pleasure, and
3: I, I realize I'm eating up a lot of time wow. here with uh, my picks, but I chose Deep Rising. From
0: 1998. Listen, you can't eat up enough time with Treat Williams, right? <laughs> That's just for every... That's a benefit to society. Um, this was directed
3: by Steve Summers, who I was unaware was also uh, director of The Mummy, The Mummy Returns, Van Helsing, G.I. Joe, The Roy, Rise of Cobra, oh, and, and Odd Thomas. Really? Um, yeah. So I, I did not know that before... You know, five minutes before this podcast. That's a <laughs> hell of a variety. Yeah. Um, I like how they open it with the, uh, the fish eye lens effects to in- uh, indicate this is the creature and it's swimming through the ocean. Um, but yeah, starring Treat Williams and Famke Jensen. She's coming back. Miles, and- come on, man.
1: I'm noticing a theme here. Yeah. Um,
3: one thing I did notice is that the music in this thing is terrible. It sounds like a school- someone did it as a school project. Um, <laughs> But um, I, w- I was surprised to find out that Harrison Ford was actually wanted for the uh, the role that Treat Williams ended up taking for the main role of Finnegan, oh, uh, but he ended up turning it down, um, and so we get uh, Treat Williams. Uh, but one thing I really liked about this movie was that uh, everyone is a bad guy. There's no one in there that's really like a good person, like uh, Treat Williams and his- Williams and his crew are all smugglers, they, they, you know, do all these dirty jobs. Famke Jensen is a thief, and then you have the mercenaries that, that are there to, you know, basically do whatever to get as much money as they can. Um, so I, I do like that, is that they're, like, you start rooting for people, but they're all bad people. Um, and I know this movie was really big on, like, the special effects, uh, but it, I was kind of sad to see. There's a scene where Famke Jensen looks out to sea, and it is literally spawn level of spawn level (laughs) of CGI
0: literally Michael J. White standing there
3: (laughs) of just like looking out to like looking out over like the stormy ocean and hearing the creature and everything Um, and uh, actually (laughs) the Buena Vista the distributing company uh, pushed this pushed the release of this film back because they had more faith in Con Air doing better
0: listen Con Air's a
3: classic
1: Young, uh, Danny put bunny, <laughs> Young Danny Trejo. Oh, Young Danny Trejo. Yeah. <laughs> put the bunny back
3: in the ball <laughs> <laughs> um, And you know that it's super high tech because the whole system runs on three C three CDs that don't have labels. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I this movie really sticks with me because this was, uh, I saw this on HBO like way back in the day and that was when you know prior to like watching the movie they would have like the behind the scenes oh those are so good and they'd go through it and i know they spent a lot of time talking about the fancy like machine guns that they had they have the revolving barrel and that was supposed to be a big focal point um and (laughs) they do explain away the uh the non-reloading throughout the film um in one quick line where it has a thousand round capacity.
0: A thousand round capacity. (laughs) That's a good thing that those bullets don't take up any space. Yeah. (laughs) They they invented a negative space to keep bullets in. Um, It's like a
1: bag of holding, just in a, you know. A bag of holding,
0: yeah.
3: Parallel dimension. (laughs) Um, But true to 1990s style, um, there is um, the pain in the ass uh, comic relief. Uh a la Ch- Tom Arnold in True Lies, they have that this guy that is just super annoying. Uh, he's actually in the mummy as well. Yeah, and he's yeah, just yeah. constantly screaming. I can't remember
0: his name. I can picture his face. Oh, so.
3: But he's he's super annoying. Um but uh, one of the greatest scenes in this is actually starring Jamon Hansu from Gladiator and um a couple other people I know he's really uh famous. I can't think for the life of me what else he's in. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. He's in that. Too. Oh yeah, 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 okay. Uh, yep. Where they open the vault and he immediately gets an axe to the head, and <laughs> that scene has always, always just stuck with me. Um, but they, they kind of give away that you know the 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 main like bad guy, the guy who built the ship, is uh, is in on everything because they he knows the mercenaries on a first name basis. As soon as they see him, um, but when you finally see the the creature, they they do have some really cool. Shots of CGI with the tentacles moving and everything, um, which is, the, the the reveal of it is cool, but then as soon as they start shooting at it, it just goes right oh. out the window, um, and you're back to those <laughs> uh, spawn-level CGIs. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, the, there is an underwater scene where they start shooting at stuff, and it literally looks like you're playing House of the Dead. House of the Dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, Uwe Boll's houses,
3: yeah, not even, uh, <laughs> not even like, a good game. Um, but then they—they, they, uh, you could tell that they were starting to run out of money because they—they uh, they started reusing a lot of shots, oh. a lot of panning over the. the Got to reverse it game though. Game.
0: You put it backwards and no one knows.
3: Yeah, um, and one thing that I—that really annoyed me was that you know, all you hmm. see these things and you think it's just these tentacles are the actual thing and you know they're eating people and you make a noise and they are able to track it down and find it, um, but then you get to the main body of the monster and you find out that the tentacles are actually like its hands? Yeah. And so its hands can eat and hear and do all that and he has another mouth to eat other things. Yeah, so that's, that's a different just mouth. Basically a giant stomach. Um, and uh, yeah, and then there's that great jet skiing. Oh! <laughs> <scene at laughs> that the end. was going to be, I was going to
0: say, of this movie, there's two things I remember. One is the jet ski escaping from the boat at the end and yeah. the other is... The first time I actually learned the name of the song, The Girl from Ipanema. Yep. Which I did not know until that. I knew, I've heard the song a billion times and everything, and I'm like, oh, that's the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I know Deep Rising for. And don't forget that the, you can shoot a shotgun to
3: open elevator doors, and there will be no recoil, even though you shoot it with one hand. Uh, <laughs> you open the door with it. Duh, that's just physics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then just uh, the, my final note was that the final jet ski, jet ski jump is an absolute turd. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have, like, a it's... Starcraft explosion behind them. A Starcraft <laughs> explosion. <laughs> As they get out to sea. And then they... Uh, I, I did like the, the very last scene when they get to the island and it's like, all right, now we have this other giant creature. But... Um, didn't realize it until I started going through the IMDB uh, trivia is that they tried to make a catchphrase out of now what (laughs) that what yeah that Treat Williams says throughout the entire movie and you don't really notice it
1: (laughs) but that's supposed to be his
0: catchphrase is that Um, on the poster I would love that too oh my god deep rising now what
1: (laughs) Okay, we've written Sharknado's new tagline They yeah. clearly have to come back again in do seven.
3: <laughs> Ugh. So this is this is a giant turd of a movie, but I it, it just I love it. It's a fun romp and it, it doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. So I was I was very happy to watch it.
0: Again. My brother's a big fan of, of Deep Rising. Um I would say more so than I am. I know he watched it like a million times in a row. I think this is one of the movies that ended up on our uh, HBO recorded VHS because <laughs> we have like two of them that we would record movies over and over on.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, so I know it, I've seen this many times, and I don't know. There's been a time that I've watched it and been like, "Oh, that was fun." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 a fucking good movie. What do you think about this one, Amy?
1: I is this the one where the woman gets sucked down on the toilet? Yes. I've only seen that. Scene. <laughs> The only reason I've ever even heard of this movie is I was interviewing Mike Lombardo about my uh, the Bathroom and Horror series, and he mentioned it. So I found it to get screenshots of it, and that's all I've seen.
0: That's amazing. You have to watch the rest of Deep Riding. Right? Mean.
1: Okay. Only because
0: now that you've been on this, it's, it's, you're going to have to put it on there. I'm yeah. sure I sold you on it, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> redeeming. <laughs> yes, redeeming. Oh, that's it redeeming quality. made
1: me interested, at least. Because the entire time I'm like, did they talk to the one with the toilet? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. All
1: right, let's get
0: into the meat of the discussion. Give me your case for why Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation... Is not just a terrible movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, it launched uh, Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey. No, it did oh not. No, it did
0: not. They that movie only got released because they were famous,
1: and they fought it, which just in the terms of something petty. Oh, come on! It's like you don't want this to come out. Oh, we're gonna put it out. I'll show but you faces real big on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> Just to make a point, because I had the one before that uh, where it was like him putting on lipstick with chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the original VHS, right? Cover. Yeah, it was because as we were talking before, you know, first text of Chainsaw is clearly serious. Second, they go insane with Bill Mosley and the non flashbacks and blatant head. Then they tried to bring it back to serious. They actually tried for an X rating with three. They Jesus. had the heavy metal soundtrack and they wanted to amp up the gore. Yeah. So had they gotten the X rating, I think they would have been one of the first. Films that had gotten the X rating for just for so on purpose, X, yeah. <laughs> well, there was that uh, the NC seventeen came in and Showgirls intentionally did that. Sure, we all see how that one and just forever. Cinema that classic, rating, obviously. <laughs> yeah, and you have the shot, set with the shot glasses. So we revert back to that campiness, and really, it felt like by the time we got to Next Gen, they were just like. This franchise has already broken continuity, gone off the rails so many freaking times. Let's just lean the hell into that. It's like we don't ever really see the family be stable sans Leatherface. Yeah, right. It just, it changes out in and out. It seems like there's almost this cult around him. It's just, these people keep flitting in and out. It's like, did they die? Did he eat them? Did he kill them? Did he, it, there's a lot of questions in this movie just... Well, this like, was—we're not going to try and answer them. This was the one where they four.
0: changed their name too, isn't it? Like it—it it, it, it was, it was like Hewitt and Sawyer, right? And this was the movie that they, they changed their name, I think, to Sawyer.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and
0: you're like, wait a second—that's not the same name in the family. Why are you changing that?
1: <laughs> yeah, because it was Sawyer in Three day.
0: Right, but they, it's, it's one of the—they they go back and forth. They,
1: they, it's, oh, it's Thomas Hewlett, or or it's Sawyer, like. Who, well, who I, are the people
0: that are actually in this movie?
1: Well, I did enjoy 3D. I will not try and justify it. 3D? <laughs> I did like 3D. Oh, come on. Are you kidding? I really, really like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, that was all through New French Extremity. Like, the dinner scene keeps coming up.
0: All right. That I'm going to save for your podcast. Yeah, I, that, that was Listen, gonna, Frontiers, I got many opinions oh on boy. it. <laughs> oh. um, I think we're trying to be kicked out now. People are coming in with their... Laptops and stuff for the yeah? next podcast. Yeah. We now shall. We get
1: that. Is the it new... the video nasties? That's locked. No wonder no That's what, That was
0: part of my plan, so people
1: can't leave. Oh. <laughs> she shut it to block out all the noise that was happening in the hallway. Oh, okay. uh. oh my god! So, Are you serious? video nasty panels now at one thirty.
5: She's going to come down here? I know you're you're recording.
0: Yeah, we're absolutely recording. You're on this podcast. I'm sorry. Okay, if you don't mind. It's about guilty pleasure. Um, Oh, even better. All right. Well, she
5: was playing because it got moved, but I think because now the room is free, so she's now playing to come back down. Yeah, I'm going to be on that panel Now, because you joined in. Oh, that's (laughs) right. Yeah, so she'll be down here. Because you came in
0: here and joined in, what is a guilty pleasure movie that you like?
5: Woo, so many of them. Yes. (laughs) Um... It's funny because one thing I keep thinking about is, is black comedies that aren't really represented here. Yep. Black being dark. And, and, and my favorite movie is Harold and Maude of all time. You know, that's one of my really? all-time favorite films. And I, I can't go get a t-shirt or anything else <laughs> like that that represents Harold and Maude. But I really like that sort of style of humor that's really, yeah, tongue-in-cheek. It's, tongue it's, and cheek. Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah, yeah. dark humor type of films. Uh, The other thing we talked about zombies last night, nobody brought up uh, The Girl with All the the Gifts. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Which I really enjoyed and kind of nobody saw. But again, these aren't guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures would really be like...
3: You know it's bad. Yeah,
5: exactly. (laughs) And I still seem to watch it. Um... Gosh, I mean, I'm trying to think of actual guilty pleasures. What about on the spot. Yes. Yeah, I know. That's that's the problem. <laughs> like, what I certainly shouldn't like
1: that I do. Well, speaking of dark humor, have you ever seen Savage music in the world?
5: Yes, I yes. have seen the set exactly. Okay, okay. yeah, and it, what's it. that guy? What what is his name? Out of Winnipeg, that uh, he's done, <laughs> done several films that I've seen. Oh God! You know, I mean, the guy, yeah. two
1: kids in the hall members were in it. That's oh, oh really? God. Right. Yeah, I and mean, the, so the guy makes weird films. I really
5: kind of dig his style yeah. of filming. He also did My Winnipeg or something like that mm-hmm. as a film of his. All
0: right, Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation. Good or bad?
5: It it wasn't bad. Uh, but again, you're messing with a classic, so it's like somebody trying to redo Harold and Maude. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like something that really shouldn't be done. Oh,
1: please! That, that got messed up on the second film. Like uh, we just went out. No, but this okay. Second film was amazing. I mean, but we'll again, you're touching
5: my, on something that's got such iconic. Yeah, it's such a cinema. You know, yeah, the the, the, the look of the, the original film is so.
0: I think the, the second film the is film? like along the lines of Gremlins Two, where the director's just like, "You want me to make another one? Fuck you! I'll make another one." Like, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what's
1: endearing to me about the franchise going through because I actually don't like three all that much.
0: When yeah. Try serious
1: again. I'm like, I'm not into this. Yeah. Because it was just kind of them admitting it's like this is never going to be as good or as iconic. Right. Or
0: Hooper has already has blown run- up the franchise. <laughs> He's like, "That's it. I'm <laughs> right. blowing this exactly. thing up." <laughs> it's like so we're just going to
1: slap the name on it and unapologetically keep doing this. Because it's a good story. These are good yeah, characters. That's why I think Ford... I don't know, man.
0: I just... I can't get past Ford not being... It's terrible. You,
1: you just justified uh. Freddy versus Jason to me. No, it was you Jason. It was First of
0: all, is was Jason X. Okay. No, I
1: said Freddy vs. Jason and you said that's a, that's a good movie. That's
0: a good movie. That's a fact. I'll stand by that. I don't know. I, I'm just not a next generation person, I guess you could say. It doesn't do it for me. And I'm sure my cousin John will murder me for it because he loves that movie. I know. It's just, it, it it's bad. It's just bad. The tropes are just redone Texas again. I've already seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You sure?
3: Uh, I don't know. I have to agree with Amy on this one, though. Because, again, going back to um, th- this was on
0: HBO all the of time. Of
1: course,
3: it was always on HBO. Always on HBO.
1: 24-hour loop. loop. And <laughs> that's actually part of why I have an attachment to it. They used to do HBO pre-preview pre- weekends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was I brought this up like a million times. Super restrictive growing up with anything entertainment wise. So I kept seeing ads for that and Pinocchio's Revenge. Oh (laughs) Oh, (laughs) my
0: my god,
1: that's amazing! Wait, wait, (laughs) this is that's on your list? Yeah, that is my list. Holy shit! I wanted to see both of those so bad, but I knew like if I even tried, my parents would have flipped. (laughs)
0: I would have been mad just at the idea of, like, if you're going to watch a horror movie, watch a good one. Don't (laughs) watch (laughs) that.
1: Yeah, no, my mother hated horror and really hated Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's amazing. But you were saying...
3: Oh, yeah, no, just I would would catch it on HBO all the time, and I would always catch it at either the part where the woman with the monster boobs flashes the kids out the window. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Or, um, what's his name, um... Yeah. Matthew McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey would be crushing someone's head under his robo-leg. <laughs> uh, or him getting his face hit by a plane propeller, which that didn't make sense to me at the end of the movie. Like, I haven't seen it in ages. Uh, but I do remember that scene of him running down, like,
0: the runway and just getting taken out. And, yeah. Isn't it, like a government agency guy? It's because guy? Yeah. the family is part of a government conspiracy. Oh, God. Dude, this is what I mean. Like, I just don't like it. I'm sorry. The
1: insanity they were using to try and explain all the sanity beforehand It's like, this is why we have no continuity with names, characters, anything like that. You have Leatherface, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. You get that. Like,
0: Leatherface is a government agent. Yeah. Like,.
3: <laughs>
1: I must What say, are you talking about? I,
0: I don't really remember Leatherface doing anything in this movie. Just like Alex <laughs> Jones, he's a government agent. He well, chases fair, he chases the girl around for a while. To ah. be fair,
1: in most TCM movies, Leatherface is not the focus.
0: No, true.
1: Like the family is the one doing it. Just that's why I said like, like he has this weird cult around him, and just maybe they keep like relocating him, even though it always looks the same. <laughs> right. Like, well, that's what they did. Gets, that's the what they did in
0: uh, the 3D one,
3: right?
1: Yeah. Well, at least
3: he doesn't have like a shamrock tattoo or something. And,
1: and just for the record, though, because some people know my former profession, I am furious about the math errors. The math errors. That's what. That's in, what does it for you. In three D. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah, the uh, timeline didn't the make sense. Time the sure. timeline. It's like this picking she's born in, in the
0: seventies, and she's like fifteen in
1: two thousand and four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, 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 that bothers me. Not gonna defend that aspect.
0: <laughs> Amazing.
1: Or the, like, you know, I'm a this, and spit, I'm a Sawyer. It's like, you found out you were related to him, like, two seconds ago. Yeah, like, oh, oh, now I'm
0: in. Right. Oh, oh, give me that chainsaw. <laughs> yes. Like, how do you even know you're involved in this? Fuck my friends. <laughs> <laughs> does it say tremors yes it says tremors. <laughs> you could just say it john you don't have to just write it <laughs> he holds up a sign for tremors he's
1: been balding stuff at me this entire time
0: first of all yeah. i will not accept that as a guilty pleasure because tremors is just an amazing movie yes oh all right Love <laughs> that's a guilty pleasure because okay, that movie okay, sucks tremors too Oh, Alright, let me squeeze through my last one here because this one is a fucking uh, a joy to me. It brings so many hours of pleasure, and I don't think I've ever found anyone that actually liked this movie other than myself. Uh, 1989's Psycho Cop. Not Psycho Cop Returns. Not Maniac Cop. The original Psycho Cop. Uh, starring Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration for the Office fans, <laughs> as the Psycho Cop. He's a devil-worshipping police officer that walks around gives one-liners along the lines of you have the right to remain silent and then shoves a, his police baton down a guy's throat yes. or like did somebody call a police officer and then like <laughs> picks someone up and strangles him
1: it, you just dug into next gen <laughs> it is it
0: is the most ridiculous slasher but but it is actually trying to be a slasher. It's not meant to be a joke, which is why it is so good. <laughs> Psycho Cop Returns is a parody. They take the slasher genre like, we're just gonna have fun with this because the first one was so ridiculous. That was made in the early nineties. You could find Psycho Cop Returns anywhere. The original Psycho Cop is difficult to find. There's only been one one region two DVD release of it. And um, the uh, the VHS is getting hard to find now as well. Luckily, I was able to pick it up when they were closing down a local video store, so we got that covered. But um, I fucking have nothing to defend this movie with, other than the the pleasure I get from watching it. And I will proudly say that I have forced my girlfriend to watch this at least three times. As <laughs> so I'm like, watch Psycho Cop tonight. She's like, didn't I see this one? I'm like, no, 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 no this is a different one. I'm just completely <laughs> lying to her.
1: <laughs> you need to put a ring on that if she into that movie that she long. has <laughs> not
0: noticed yet. <laughs> um so yeah, uh if you haven't seen Psycho Cop, uh I I will recommend it only to force it on other people. <laughs> because it's it's just so bad. Like the the You're characters. Make it
1: like an STD. I know, but I want
0: <laughs> it like an STD. Yeah. <laughs> like getting there is half the fun. <laughs> so sounds like Shane might be getting something in the mail. Soon. Oh my god, dude! Shane never <laughs> watches. I think if I ever sent Shane this movie, he would just be like, "I'm off the podcast. That's it. I'm quitting." Label like porn. Oh, so anyways, he'd,
1: it. It. he'd be like, "Come on,
0: what's happened? Where's the porn?" <laughs> there's some. This? I'll tell you, there's some great '80s bathing suits though. Like oh no, oh, it's, it's good. It's so good. Some hip huggers. You have no idea. Like when was it sexy back in the eighties to have like your hips like where your nipples are? Yeah, <laughs> Dude, that's where the jeans were too. Right. So that that's my final pick was Psycho Cop. I know you got another one, Amy. What do you got for us? Oh, I
1: have plenty okay. more. <laughs> of course. I, I can. I'll run through them more quick. Okay, aside from next gen, Pinocchio's Revenge, we discussed that. Yes. Disturbing behavior because I had a massive boner for Katie Holmes. So Everyone I, has a boner yes. for Katie Holmes. Yeah, so no, they, they don't. The Daniel Harris thing, wait, I love that. Wait, wait,
0: wait, you don't? No.
1: Get the fuck out of here. No. Can we have I did this very Joe top cruise. was that? Yeah, that yeah. was yeah. very to explain top that it It's going to take some time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the 2000 Ed Gein with Stephen Railsback. That I was, was cool.
0: good. That's completely yeah. underrated.
1: Yeah. Okay. Way better than Kane
0: Hodder's, and you know I love Kane Hodder. I
1: love Kane (laughs) Hodder. Just don't give him dialogue, please. Don't give him dialogue. Ginger Snaps, because obviously gets a lot of hate. Wait, 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 wait! Shit all over. Rewind that. What What hate does Ginger Snaps get? Dude, it gets hated on all UHM all the time, of basically being like it's a bunch of whiny, creepy (laughs) bass and girls. I'm like. Yeah, I mean, that's it, kind of the that's point. The point of
0: it is it's a movie about getting your period.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I did, I loved that. I loved how clever that was when they're sitting there explaining to the nurse, like, hair where there wasn't hair before, and this and that and the other. And it sounds like she's talking about puberty. It's like, no, she's turning into a fucking werewolf. Um, well, what about the Ginger Snaps sequels? Oh. Two, I Can Stomach, three, fuck now.
0: I never made it through three the entire way, or whatever it's called. <laughs> staffs back, staffs snaps, snaps Back, Snaps Again. Oh,
1: God. Or no, Ginger Snaps... St- it was uh, Ginger Snaps back, and and then it was Ginger Snaps at the beginning. Okay.
0: Yeah, what, it was in the, it was in like the seventeen hundreds. They're like,
1: but played by the same character. Yes, well. and I have a huge crush on the Catherine Hansel. Well,
0: so. oh, come on, now you're just like naming things. You're just like this person's attractive you know No shit, these are facts we're going over here.
1: <laughs> well, it is a fact that they are attractive. Hatchet, because again, people just hate the campiness of it. There are some people that that's a very polarizing thing. Either people love it or hate it. Tusk, which he will not give me, ever.
0: Come on, man.
1: I goddamn love Tusk. The new Tremors movie, the one that just came out the oh. whole day in hell.
0: Bullshit. Oh, Bullshit. That movie sucks. <laughs> Shit.
1: No. It's no a it
0: remake is. of Tremors 5.
1: I don't I care. I
0: just watched Tremors 5. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's now it's cold. Now it's cool. But it's not even like cold. like Jamie
1: Kennedy and Dude, something. Have you?
0: did you watch the intro to that movie? No. Where it's like, quote unquote, in the snow? And okay. you're watching it and you're like, they just... Turn the fucking light levels to make it look like they like they washed it out to make <laughs> it look like snow when they're clearly in a desert. That's not snow; it's sand. <laughs> like you're, they're in parkas, and you're like, "This isn't. What are you doing? Like you're not even trying." <laughs> Tremors, I mean, the whole series. Oh, oh god! Wait, wait, wait! Tremors, the 1990s series. The TV series. The TV the series from the '90s where they had the white tremor, uh, El Blanco. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes you know what I go into Tremorsport Moby deck references uh, yeah that, that exactly just call me Ishmael
0: um but he stopped hunting him because they became friends and then yeah. that was like the spawn of I because think that was what, in tremors obsession in Tremors three that was the start of the Tremors 90 series I think right like the end of tremors yeah. three El Blanco they let him live Good Lord what am I doing with my life <laughs> <laughs> why do I know that that exists? Alright, well we're being kicked out of here because no, we're yeah. bad people. I'm going to open it up to our vast audience. I know John's already <laughs> spoken up to his tremors love. Yeah. So that's going on record.
1: My husband's um, actually, actually seeing an episode for once. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Normally you kick him out, right? You don't let him be in? No, he like, just, you. just like you're out. Um, I just do it while he works. So our audience, what do you guys have for any guilty pleasures? What do you got?
2: I got a bunch of old
0: Yes. Frankenhooker, and Hooker is one of them. Frank and, Hooker, and oh, a ladder! Frank yes! <laughs> Another one. Uh,
2: Sorority Babes and a Slime Ball Bowler oh, Raw. Linnea oh, Quigley. Geez. Fucking Just classic. Just watched
1: that. With that
2: Imp in the yep. Bowling Trophy. Hey, I've actually wall-ish. never seen it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> really? Yeah. If you wish. Chopping Mall is always a good one. Chopping, Chopping Mall is great. great. That's great. Thank can... you. We have a nice day. <laughs>
1: Uh, are those
0: really truly guilty pleasures? Because in their own ways, they're classic. That's what I mean. So mm. there's an argument on some See, of these are actually good. For for me, a, is a, a, bad a, a guilty pleasure uh, is like watching the notebook or like Step Up or something like that. I love Nick
1: and Norris' playlist. I movie. love
5: the Step Well, Nick and Norris' mm. playlist is good. The Step Up is awesome. Channing Tatum. And
3: you know, no. More like Channing like. t- yum. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, boo, yeah. Boo, Bam.
0: boo, boo this man. Dead heat. Oh, dead heat. Oh, you're dead heat is perfect. great. Oh my god. Brings the color in your eyes. eyes. Vin- that's Vincent Price's last movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it Brings so up the color
2: in your eyes. I'll
3: throw one out <laughs> there that I don't think I've heard anyone ever mention is Freaked. Oh, I love Freaked. Oh. Freak mm. Are you <laughs> kidding? <laughs> I think exactly. I brought that up on the podcast before. Yeah,
1: franchise has a huge cult following. Does it toy line too? Like, I yes, saw
3: they, they definitely uh, could.
0: But that was another uh, random one that Randy made. Quaid and fucking. Um, what's his face? Bill or is it Ted? Which one is it? It's oh. not Keanu. It's the other one. Yeah, have, Alex Winter. Uh, yeah, Alex Winter. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's always It's Alive. Yep, yep. Any those of those. Great. Yeah, like and any Larry of Cohen. Come I, on, I'm man.
0: All it's just great. If yeah. you put Michael Moriarty in anything, I'm going to fucking watch that. I don't yeah, care what it is. I have just trauma and
1: Full Moon listed. Yeah. It's just like trauma <laughs> and yeah. Full
0: Moon, yeah. Awesome. All right, well, we're going to give away some of our movies. You have a choice here, sir. Thank you for participating. Uh, yeah, and You being can here for choose the whole time. between a Hellraiser double feature of Hellraiser and Hellbound, two DVDs, a classic Guilty Pleasure, The Ice Cream Man. <gasps> Yes, we have a fan, <laughs> and I've got a double feature of Wolf Creek Two and Cabin Fever because somehow I bought two copies of this, and I don't know how. Good. So Not just any Cabin Fever. Claim your prize. No, Ice cream man. zero. Ice cream man, yeah. excellent choice. Yeah. <laughs> so I had the double feature for. Hellraiser. Would you like some free movies that we're giving out? Hellraiser, Hellraiser Two. Wolf Creek One was I'll pretty good. I haven't seen two. Hellraiser Two. Yes. Bold choice, That's a good one. I approve. Get Doug Bradley the, to sign it. He's the fucking best. Yeah, I've not don't seen Wolf Creek 2, sure but I saw the first one. Wolf Creek 2, completely underrated. I like
2: yeah. it better than the first. Okay. Um, and then I had a chance to catch the second one. I was like, oh, first one I liked. I was like,
0: all oh. right. Excellent. All right. Well, I want to thank people for showing show up. One of
2: these? What's that? Am I allowed?
5: Like, is there. Yeah, I'm one getting, those weird, like. I'm getting you rid because, you know, some of your.
0: I'm allowing John to take the movie. Now it's on tape. That's on record. Yeah.
3: Are you guys still recording?
0: We are finishing now.
3: Okay.
0: And we're done.